Blog Talk Radio. a lot of interesting things happening in the real estate market and as we take a minute to review that find out what's going on and what um, we might see coming down the road in the future we of course want to bring in our realtor David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group Compass Real Estate to uh, talk to us today particularly about interest rates. Hi everyone this is Jim Mitchell and David is with us again as always and David I, I guess it's probably fair as I welcome you to the to the podcast again um, to make it clear that you're an experienced realtor. You deal with interest rates, but interest rates are not necessarily, or, inter- or mortgage rates and loans are not what you do, but, but it's part of what you do. Is that the right way to put that? Yeah. So, by the way, Heather, how are you doing, Jim? Um, I, uh, yeah, so it's important to note that really this is not, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert in interest rates. However, it's what I do um, in selling real estate, and I'm very aware of it because it affects what we do. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I will honestly tell you, if you called uh, 10 economists right now, they'd, they'd all tell you different things about interest rates. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, so I guess my I, knowledge is as good as anyone else's. What do you think, Jim? <laughs> I, absolutely. That's why I've got you here instead of them. Uh, let's be honest. So uh, we've got the right guy. Now, it's interesting you say that because as I – prepared for this discussion my first question was are interest rates still rising but if i'm not mistaken in checking even today's paper it looks like in the last week or two they've been dropping which which way are we going right now <laughs> so i i it's funny i, I called a couple of uh, the mortgage professionals that i work with and uh, they both told me that the high in our market in the chicagoland market was about eight and a quarter percent um and that was about a month or so ago um, and it looks like we're about one to you know one percent below that high uh, right now. If you were to call, you know, depending, interest rates have a lot to do with you know how much you have down, what kind of buyer you are, what your credit scores are, and mm-hmm. such. But it sounds to me like we're down about a percent, maybe a percent and a quarter from that high, and uh, which puts us right around seven or a little over seven right now. Um, but to, to answer the question, I guess right now the interest rates are not rising. There's a lot of uh, talk with the Fed and what's going on uh, of interest rates, and um, it seems as if because of – there's a lot of arguments out there right now because of inflationary numbers that are coming back down that we should be seeing the numbers come down. I think that almost every economist does agree, though, that a year from now we will be lower than we are today, and two years mm-hmm. from now it will probably be lower than that. So, so everyone agrees on that. Um, it's just a matter of uh, what rate you might be at a year or two from now. Okay. Well, the, I guess the other thing we can agree on is what has happened in the last couple of years. And during that period, there has been a, a significant jump uh, from, from a predict- very low uh, rate that we were at at one point. But but what has that done to you in terms of being able to, to sell homes? Did that big jump really start to impact what was going on in the market and how things were moving? Yeah, about about a, a year or so when we had the first move up, um, we started to see a little bit of um, a little bit of effect on some of the buyers, 
And this year, when you really think about it, I, on January 1st, you could have gotten 4%, and now people are at 7 and I had, you know, or high 7s in the last month mm-hmm. or so. Um, certainly, it's taken some buyer buying power out of the market, um, and uh, that has slowed down some of the buyers. Um, you know, it's interesting because the higher rates across the board has skyrocketed with inflation um, the uh, the cost to rent. So the inflationary numbers that the Fed looks at actually are based on rents and not the house prices. And um, as those rates go up, as the the uh, cost of rent goes up, 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 buyers are saying, hey, I can still buy a house with a 7% rate, and it's cheaper than renting because the, the renting is going up so much. Uh, but either way, it still puts a, much, a large strain on these buyers for sure. Yeah. But – and. I, I want to caution people because you said uh, economists are saying, hey, a year from now, rates will be lower. Two, year, two, two years from now, it will be lower. I, I have to believe that someone has to be cautioned on not to sit and wait for them to drop down to 2 or 2.5% where we saw them for a while. I, I can't imagine that's where we're headed in any, any near term. No. So what's happening is this, is that at least in our market, we've had a slow grind up in pricing, um, slow being relative to the rest of the market, the rest of the country. And um, – we have never really pulled back. So when you look at, um, when you look at pricing um, and interest rates, it's really an interesting thing. So I've got an app um, from one of my title companies that will show me, you know, the rent versus buy scenario, actually. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it today before a call, and if someone were buying a $500,000 house today at the current rates of seven and a quarter or such price, and the rates are down a percent or percent and a quarter in two years or 2%. Um, the cost, so what happens is people buy today and refinance in two years when it's down 2%. There's going to be mm-hmm. substantial savings because if they rent for the next two years, the price of the house is most likely going to go up by, by about 35000 So a house at 500 today might be 535. Now they're going to try to finance it at a lower rate two years from now. But if they just simply refinance their their purchase price at 500 two years from now, their their cost per month will be about three or four hundred dollars less. So it's but, really an interesting scenario. And I would love to sit down with a buyer and show them this to their specifics. But yeah, the the issue is if if um, if rates if we believe rates are going to come down and prices are going to continue to go up then as long as they can afford the house, why not purchase it now and refinance and take the savings later on refinance? Because it's a very mm-hmm. small fee um, compared to the savings when you, you know, the rate goes down by 2%. And very interesting calculation there. And, and I guess this is a, a, a great point. You mentioned it earlier. When you, you look at the interest rate, well, it depends on what factors. Tell me, I mean, you said the price of the house, how much money you can put down, the uh, I assume credit rating. I mean, it's this is not a one size fits all when you talk about interest rates, is it? Oh, absolutely not. Right. So they've gotten um, <laughs> the federal government got involved, and there's a lot of factors <laughs> that go into uh, the rates right now. But working, uh, that's why I, I recommend someone early on to talk to one of the professionals, the mortgage professionals, and they can give you a better handle on what they can be doing to really maximizing their benefits on a lower rate. Um, traditionally, it was always, oh, if you put 20% down, you'll have the lowest rate. Well, there's little bits of variables to that right now. Um, and, of course, in, you know, your credit score as well is, is factored in. But, um, 
there's a lot to it, and that's, again, why we like to get started early or at least have someone talk to a mortgage professional early so they can do what needs to be done when they're ready to buy. In, in, in the years you have been doing this, and we're talking with David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group, Compass Real Estate today, David is our uh, our key contributor to this podcast series. We focus on his practice and share his knowledge from uh, the years he's been helping people buy and sell homes. Um, and we'll give you his number and contact information here momentarily. Um, David, you, you reference mortgage professionals you work with. I'm sure you have people you uh, trust and direct people to. But when it comes to rates and, and mortgages, is that something a buyer should shop around for a little bit? Should they talk to a few people to find if there are differences between one and another? Um, I, I think that is a good option, but they have to be working, make sure they're working with um, a professional, right? A, a really mm-hmm. good um, a good uh, mortgage professional that knows what they're doing. Generally speaking, if you compare two rates identical today, though, this is important. If you, if you call identical today two rates from the let's say I give you two people to talk to, those rates should move in parallel. In other words, if if you were to work with Case and, and you know, their rates might be a little bit higher today than a mortgage professional, right? So that is most likely to be similar. If, if you're buying the same price house three months from now, their rates are probably going to – the differential will be the same. So it's not something that they really have to um, – to check in on their rates, you know, 10 times a day. It's just once they know they should check rates, feel who they're comfortable working with, and then stick with that, that mortgage professional. Because because of federal guidelines, they really can't move their rates around, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. the, the rates are based on the market rate, um, and it's how their rate compares to the market rate. And um, because of regulations they did many years ago now, um, it's pretty fair to assume that the rates, once once you know who you're working with, you know they can't make adjustments to their to their their pricing. If that makes yeah, sense to you. So um, I usually recommend, hey, find who you want to work with, and then do a full approval, get all the paperwork to them, and you're all in on that mortgage professional. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, Looking at where rates are, looking at some of the scenarios you describe, and also, I guess, taking into account seasonality, if there is such a thing, um, but not in terms of just buying, but interest rates as well. Um, someone's out there thinking about it right now. What, what's your basic high-level advice? Is this a, a good time to, to be a buyer? Well, it's interesting because if in the whole scheme of things over the last few years, right now we're finally starting to get a little bit of inventory and then the fall is usually a really good time to buy for buyers because there's a little bit less demand. Um, so even if we have consistent inventory and the demand goes down a little bit, I'll give you an example. We wrote, um, if, uh, I just sold a house the other day, and if, if I would have been showing these buyers the house in March, we might have had eight or ten people to deal with uh, competition-wise. Um, mm-hmm. And on this house, I think there was just one or two um, people we're dealing with. So it didn't drive the demand up and, and the sellers didn't really play too many games with us on that one. Um, it's just a matter of understanding the market, understanding the house and the pricing of that house to get them the best price. And honestly, right now, it's probably the most negotiable we can be in, in many, many months just because of the way the, the market's kind of slowing up. And it, it always kind of happens this way at the time of the year in the fall. 
So yeah, and that's interesting too. Right? You know, as you said, uh, fall getting near near end of the year, um, and and when it comes to interest, and maybe this again is is out of your realm, but it, it comes to mind. You talked about watching rates, shopping, talking to a professional. Um, is there some place you would recommend people go to to watch rates if they're interested and they're trying to look for uh, a trend or timing? Are there tools out there, or is it um, pretty much you know? Turn on your computer, choose a site, and you, you find what you need. You know, you get if you just want to know a general trend, you, there are plenty of sites that you can go on to, and they'll give you the daily what the daily average is. Um, I recommend just um, if you, if you're ready to go or you're close to ready to go, talk to a professional, and they can send you their rates if you want to kind of see where they're at. But if yeah, if you just kind of go on the there's so many rates out, there's so many sites out there, you can see the general trend of interest rates, and you can see curves and such. But it um, doesn't mean that's your rate, but it, your, whatever your rate is, if it's higher or lower, it should move with that uh, for sure. Now, the interesting part of this, though, we didn't get into this, is that if the rate, be, let's say something happens and the inflationary numbers, uh, they, you know, they push too hard in the Fed and, um, and they start to cut rates and it drives the um, short-term bonds down and the interest rates for homes goes down substantially. So let's say we go down to 6% or 5.5% in the spring, that's going to drive the price of the houses back, have very little inventory. And that's, that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm telling buyers to buy now, because once yeah. those rates drop, you know, it's going to drive pricing up again, because there's so many buyers that have been holding off at this point. And that's exactly what I was going to ask before we let you go here, David. It was just, you know, if people are thinking I should sit on the sideline, that's, that's exactly what they might run into is, um, a lot more competition if if things moderate in the market. It, it may now may be the best time. Yeah, I mean, why not get the best price now or the best value now and then refinance later? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, you, you claim not to be an expert, but you're very helpful today. And I know you know people may want to talk to you further. What's um, what's the best way to track you down to get a conversation going? Sure. The best way is to call or text. Um, 847-636-6747, 847-636-6747, or, of course, they can email me at david at schwabegroup.com, david at S-C-H-W-A-B as in boy E, group.com, and the website is schwabegroup.com. They can see me there as well. Great. David, thanks so much for joining us. As always, a uh, great conversation today. And, again, we encourage you to uh, visit the website, uh, check out some of the other things there as well as listings and plenty of information from David Schwabe of the Schwabe Group. Thanks to him, and thanks to all of you for being with us today.